Waiver Wired is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 or older. Welcome to Week 16. You made it. You made it through the quarterfinals to the semifinals of your fantasy football league. Or if you didn't make it, that's cool too. You can still hang out with us because uh, we're gonna we're gonna have fun today. What's up, Eddie? How was your week? It was good. It's uh, that time of year where the not only the fantasy playoffs are happening, but the NFL playoffs are slowly like forming. Teams are clinching. Teams are getting eliminated. Um, a handful of games are going to be very, very cold weather. It's near Christmas time. You can't really beat this time of year. It's awesome. And a lot of stuff to look forward to, especially on our end at the Extra Points Network. Yeah, we've got a lot coming up, including a really special event uh, in Las Vegas for the week 18 games. It starts on the 8th of January, and then we have events also on the 9th of January. So on the 8th of January, you can come watch all the football games with us. uh, And then that evening, you can catch Megan Gailey's comedy show at Jimmy Kimmel's Club. You can get tickets for that on Vegas.com or Ticketmaster. And then on Monday, we're going to be recording the a podcast live at Jimmy Kimmel's club. So you don't want to miss that either. And then Monday night, we'll be watching all the college football games. So tickets for parts of these events can all be purchased on ticketmaster.com or vegas.com. We are getting pumped. Um, I think this is the first time we will have done things like a live recording and live watch parties together. Uh, this network was started during COVID. And I feel like we all know each other pretty well, but mostly through a Zoom camera. That's 100% correct. The only uh, time we got together, most of us, really was for for Sal's 50th, um, also in Vegas, that uh, that his cousin Jimmy threw for him. And now, uh, like everything you said, Jen, it's just super exciting stuff. Uh, thanks to the great people, obviously, too, at Caesars and uh, Omaha for for helping us. We're, we're partnering with them and putting this together. Um, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club, which uh, I've been there before. An awesome, fantastic venue. So like Jen said, go to Vegas.com, Ticketmaster.com, get those tickets and hang out with the crew it's the best crew to hang out with and then also the best part is college football national championship mm-hmm. very 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 important week of uh, nfl football the last week of regular season football um there's a lot going on and then you get to see megan gailey perform comedy i've seen megan perform live i'm not just saying this because we're friends uh she's fantastic and it's just going to be a great time the entire week and i'm really really excited for this it's a great way to wrap up the regular season before we head into the playoffs and uh we hope to see you there uh, you mentioned that a lot of the game totals, the weather, the game totals, I'm looking at the game totals right now at Caesar Sportsbook, and like, there's nothing above 50, first of all. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in the 30s. So yeah, weather is changing, game scripts are changing, and we've got a lot of news and yet not a lot of news. Cause when you get to week 16, I think the most important thing to remember about your fantasy football team is just don't get too cute. Mm-hmm. You know, your team got you here. Now that being said, if there's some stud that's just got a stud name, but you know, doesn't have a great matchup and hasn't been good, then yeah, maybe you wouldn't start him. But for the most part, don't get too cute. We'll talk about a few waiver wire ads. I have to tell you something though, Eddie. Imagine my relief this morning when I saw a tweet from Bill Simmons basically congratulating Sal on advancing because Sal had texted me. I mean, I've had so much anxiety about this since like after that Giants game because he asked me, should I start? I think it was Goff, Tom Brady 
or Danny Dimes. And he's like, I, I think it's just probably not right to start Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has stunk lately, right? I said, go Danny Dimes. Oh my God. I was miserable through the whole game on, the, on Sunday night. I was like, oh my God, I lost. This is like, this means more to sell than the health of his children to be Bill Simmons. Like, what have I done? Um, but hopefully he didn't take my advice. Or even if he did, it turns out Christian Watson was worse for Bill than... I mean, I'm not sure how it all goes down, but this is what happens. Jen, it's so funny. Not only are you worrying about your own teams, not only are you worrying about oh, this show and the I'm other shows about you everybody's do, and all the articles you write. I mean, you just you just you're so plugged in. You do so much, and then you have Sal asking you, you know, our boss, and it's <laughs> it's arguably like the most popular fantasy league in the country, and <laughs> that you have that riding on, like you have it riding on you. And I heard that you know, I was looking at it, that Sal's team was under 500. I know Bill tweeted about it, and Bill's team apparently was very good. Bill. Had like six straight wins. Uh, I do feel for Bill. Uh, I am a fan of his, and, and we get along. So uh, I'm not rooting for him to lose. But it's great to see Sal win, and Sal's team winning kind of is like the microcosm of this fantasy season, where it's like a team it totally under 500. Is. You're struggling. You're just plugging and playing. You're crossing your fingers. You're hoping that this works out. Work that waiver wire. Exactly. Just get, it's one one game at a time. Just win. it's not like Bill's team who's just skating by six straight wins. This is like every week is a real battle, and he's getting through there. And you know this like I was looking at the the top players and I did put this in the rundown but like you have like guys like Zay Jones and Jerick McKinnon and, and KJ Osborne like having monster weeks that are potentially winning first round matchups it's like these are not household names these are players that you probably didn't draft you're getting off the waiver wire maybe you got a trade late in the season and that's what this year was I know we keep saying that over and over again like crazy year crazy year I mean you're the fantasy veteran you're one of the best in the country at this you know I've been playing for a quite a, uh, a long time here I've really never experienced a, a season that's been this strange it's like sal's matchup with bill is like just a perfect example of that now um i'm really hesitant to talk too much strategy on this pod so we might actually go quickly to the questions and here's why sal and i also play in a pretty mm -hmm. popular league called yes, the league yes. of leagues league, league also very yes exactly sal and i both made it to the semifinals sal and i both have fab left available to bid on certain players. And so I'm very conflicted what to do because, and Toby, by the way, so it's mm -hmm. me, Toby, Sal, and then I think it's Chris Liss. So, you know, 75% chance somebody from this network takes down this football league. Congratulations, extra points. But I, I yeah, I'm very conflicted with you now through the whole season. I always give my thoughts, but Sal, if you're listening to this, you're not going to know whether I'm a uh, sneaking advice I wouldn't really take in here. Um, you, I love you shouldn't that. Trust anything I say today. Uh, you shouldn't trust the fact that I'm going to tell you Zay Jones has a terrible matchup with the jets. Uh, you know, things like that. I'm just saying. I, I think you have to play close to the vest. And uh, <laughs> I, I obviously I'm always team waiver wired. So rooting for you, Jen, I, I, it'll be pretty funny to, uh, to see Sal uh, in a few short weeks. And if you get the better end of that matchup, um, I, I'm, I'm maybe Sal will uh, have a prank up his sleeve or something like that. Cause he, he won't take it lightly. <laughs> Toby and Sal both have really good teams. I have to say, honestly, they really do. So like when you get down here, like let's, let's face it guys, when you get to this point, it's somewhat luck. It's no longer skill involved. It's who has a good week. I mean, in one of my leagues, I set a perfect lineup this week. I mean, it was so good. I had Jalen Waddle. I had Justin Fields. I had Derek Henry. I mean, I had Taysom Hill in my flex it was actually a really good flex play, but I went up against Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson and Jarek McKinnon. That was what did it. It was Jared McKinnon that went over the edge and 
he's someone that we've talked about, you know, on the pod and he's someone that you're going to want to have down the stretch. I think he's this year's Rashad Penny because like his matchup this week is so good. Speaking of Rashad Penny versus Seattle. Um, so it's just, it's perfect for him to be a flex for you. So congratulations to anybody who got him. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet 21 and older only offer valid and must be physically present in arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa kansas louisiana mississippi new jersey new york pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia and wyoming only new users and first ten dollars or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code bet amount of a qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss maximum bet credit is twelve hundred and fifty dollars must be used within 14 days of receipt tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier Casino, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan? Call 1-800-270. 77117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler, 1 800 426 2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1 800 Gambler.net. New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY. That's 467 369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The biggest news, of course, today is that Jalen Hurts has a strained shoulder and there is doubt as to whether he will play this weekend. And if you were the Eagles, are you playing him? I think, you know, there's really nothing left for them to play for. So 
this injury really couldn't have come at a better time. Now I understand right. like this cap, this game versus the cap. Well, you know, if the Cowboys did win that game, uh, one of, one of the wackier, a wacky weekend of football, the Cowboys Jags game, uh, gets, gets outshined by obviously the Colts comeback and the Patriots, uh, lost the Raiders, but that was a weird one. If the Cowboys oh. won the game, I could see maybe a, a scenario where they're fighting for the, the division crown and then they'd have to play them. But obviously with the Cowboys loss, Eagles win again. I, I just don't see the reason to play a, a guy like, him he's a mobile quarterback you got to rest yeah. him out for the playoffs which obviously is devastating to tons of teams because that's the reason why you're probably in the spot you are in the playoffs is because of Jalen Hurts so I don't definitely feel for you and this is kind of when the football that's played on Sundays kind of affects the fantasy football league because of just wanted to save your players not get them injured in a game uh makes this Christmas Eve game a little less exciting because I do expect your Cowboys to win it with Gardner Minshew and if he plays uh they're saying reports now that he's a tough guy it's like that's what Sirianni said he may play but Really, what is the point of pushing Why? through that? I don't, I, I don't see the benefit. I mean, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm, you know, teaming up here with Miles Sanders and saying, I don't care about your fantasy team. Yeah, exactly. Miles, come on, Miles. This wasn't really about your fantasy team. This is about the fact that you just didn't, you didn't get enough done on the field, period. Mm-hmm. Now, part of it was the game script. But again, maybe your coach should learn from that because maybe they shouldn't have kept running Jalen Hurts out there. Right. Um. And they should have given you more workload. But anyway, um, it's a fantasy conundrum. Yeah. Your your point is good. The Cowboys kind of dodged a lot of press because of how terrible the Colts were and that yeah. loss. I mean, literally, okay, so they I was not paying attention to the game early. I had things to do. Mm-hmm. I checked my phone because it's the Colts and the Vikings. Like, how interesting is that? So I checked my phone at halftime and I see the 33 nothing, and I had picked the Colts plus. Four, four and a half. I don't know. It's, it started around four and a half, ended uh, at three and a half. Obviously, the Vikings went by three, which was a fishy line to begin with. It just, I mean, once again, Vegas coming out on top, um, and that shouldn't have been anywhere close. And this game ended up being very, so very close. Yeah. Sal and I both picked the Colts, so we were almost the lone wolf, but we weren't. And uh, when they almost blew that, I was so, I was like, don't at least blow my spread. I mean, yeah. like if you're going to blow the spread too, like I am done. Um, so that, and then of course they also blew my Patriots pick, right? right. The Raiders, uh, the Patriots blew my Patriots pick. I, that lateral pass, like what, what, I can't, what are you thinking? I, I, the boneheaded plays I've seen, like just the mistakes, the coaching mistakes, the time management mistakes, mm-hmm. it's just all those things need to be cleaned up. At least with Jeff Saturday, you can be like, well, he's a new coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Saturday, uh, he's there to finish but out this season. And I've been Patriots? saying, you know, Megan Gailey as a, as a Colts fan, I've been saying uh, all, you know, since they kind of made that weird move of starting Sam Mellinger, like, like that, it's like they want to tank. They bring in Jeff Satter, mm-hmm. they probably want to tank. He's there for PR reasons. That's what I believe. Um, they want to end this run of having these uh, hand-me-down quarterbacks, the Phil Rivers, the Carson Wentz, the Matt Ryan experiments. They want to get a guy who is their, you know, Andrew Luck of the future. And um, so that, that loss, it was, that game was surprising to me. The loss almost doesn't feel as bad because of, the page, the way the Patriots lost the game is the most unpatriots way to lose a game ever. You have arguably the greatest coach in in NFL or sports history, and he and he loses a game like that by le, like let, calling that play, letting that happen. The players who called the play? Do we know who called the play? I mean, is it Matt Patricia? Was it Matt, Matt Patricia? Jones, constantly and fighting with, and then you know, Matt just Patricia the, have ever been calling plays. But, but but these but these Patriots players, they they should be the most disciplined players in the league, I, and then that happens. And also, you were tied. You were not. You did not have to win the game there. You were going to go into 
overtime with a chance to win. Like this wasn't a thing where they were down a couple of points and had to score. The game was over. You could have just needed like I, I would have just needed and then you would have moved on to course, overtime and see course, what happens. there. Of course, even I could figure that out. Did the Megans have to fight over who had the worst loss? Well, well, the show is recording tomorrow, and I, I feel like this is going to be. I feel like they should both a, have to a, eat. Yeah, this is the most chowder. depressing. That's a, I, I will suggest that this will be the most depressing uh, episode of all time. I mean, I, I would say that Sal and I had the worst luck as the Cowboys, but no, they trumped us. They win. Oh, without a doubt. Worse. I mean, like I said, it's the one of the wackiest uh, still weekends of football. Spot. And it, right, exactly. You can't feel too bad about that. You'll get to rest your players soon. But this, uh, <laughs> it, 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 that loss was so bad. The Patriots' loss is so bad that now we're in this weird territory of like, is Bill Belichick on the hot seat? Which for the, I'm going to just say it now, Bill Belichick, it will never be on the hot seat. Bill Belichick will never be fired. Bill Belichick will, he will step down or he'll, you know, be a forced, a forced retirement sort of thing because he's earned that right. Um, I think it was just a bonehead play by a few players on the team. They should have been more disciplined, but to start saying that Bill Belichick's on the hot seat, it's like, what are you doing? Bill Belichick's on the hot seat. Come on guys. Um, Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. So let's say you don't have Jalen Hurts. It's it's a probably a painful situation for you because Jalen Hurts is likely what got you to the playoffs. Now, if you were smart, you have a backup quarterback because you couldn't just the way the season was going. There's no way that you could have just felt secure with just Jalen Hurts. People were getting injured right and left. And you must have picked one up for your bye week. Now, whether you dropped him, I don't know. If you're in a desperate situation, where do you go? OK, well, you could go to Brock Purdy who has been very serviceable, won't hurt you, should put you up a solid floor, has a decent matchup. You could go to Kenny Pickett, who actually has a very, very good matchup. Right. Raiders allowing the eighth most points to fantasy quarterbacks this year. And he's actually carried the ball six or more times in four of his last five games and thrown for 190 more yards in four of the last five. So I like Kenny Pickett this week. You could go to Russell Wilson if you want to be dangerous especially if you're worried about not having anyone for week 17, because in week 17, he gets a rematch with the chiefs and we saw what he could do to the chiefs. There's a potential there for a high ceiling, or you could just go for Gardner Minshew, right? Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, Sam Darnold even has a great matchup this week. I, you know, the Gardner Minshew thing is pretty interesting. I know we do have some questions uh, involving him later on in the show. Um, that Eagles roster is so good and things are just they're just going so right for them. And yes, obviously, it's a large part because of Jalen Hurts uh, finding a way to, to connect with A.J. Brown. I know Dallas Goddard returning off the uh, the injured that list, helps. which is great news for them. I mean, we've seen Gardner Minshew have flashes of greatness before, so I think he could step in this very talented roster, almost like a Brock Purdy situation um, in San Francisco. So I but like you bring up a lot of good options this week. I don't think Gardner Minshew is a miserable option if you all those quarterbacks are gone in your league, if you're in a, you know, a league with the deep bench or something like that that my take on the situation too is with i know they said you know syrian saying he's tough and they said he is going to practice and prepare for the game uh, along with Gardner Minshew. um i i just take this as like they're going even if he starts is he going to start the whole game I, I don't right. even think he's going to play. I think they're I just, think they're, they're, they're really like wiping their brow. They're going, wow, we just avoided something. There were reports before they came out that it was a sprained shoulder. Uh, they were saying like, he's done for the season. They were saying he's done for the season with a broken collarbone. Like Jen, that's, that's it. it, it the, your Super Bowl contender Eagles team is now finished because your quarterback got hurt in game versus the bears, which is why they're like, we avoided a huge catastrophe. We're just going to sit uh, Jalen hurts the rest of the way. So unfortunately for those that have Jalen hurts on your team and you're listening to my voice, um, I, I know we're recording this right now on Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, it, I, my guess is that he does not suit up for this game. 
honestly, Eagles, if you weren't going to cover the spread anyway, you should have said them sooner. That's also but whatever. True. Only one Try by five. Yeah. Better about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went seven and seven this week. Eddie went six, eight, six and eight. We both had a draw as well. Mm-hmm. So we're plugging away. Um, it was two and a half everywhere else. I took the chargers. So I was bummed that we had it at three because I didn't want to push. I wanted to win there, but whatever. That would have gotten me to a hundred wins. Yeah. That's um, the drawback of our, uh, our early lines. We do that so yeah, early in the week. That's what happened. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is out for the season, guys. If you have Jonathan Taylor, just cut him. You don't have room. The place to go there, I believe, is going to be Zach Moss. He had, I believe, 81 yards, 24 carries, and he outsnapped Deion Jackson 31 to 9 in the second half. So that's what we're really looking at. Deion Jackson had the more productive fantasy day because he caught the one yard touchdown pass, uh, but fewer carries. He was more efficient on his carries. Either one of them could be very good this week based on the matchup. So Actually, uh, Indianapolis has two of the best matchups going forward. They have the Chargers, who've allowed the most yards per carry to running backs. And then they have the Giants, who've allowed the third most yards per carry to running backs. So I I do think that both of those guys are good options this week. If I'm picking one, it's Zach Moss. Of course, you can also grab Jermichael Hasty in case there's anything up with ETN. He's got great matchups. Uh, Chaba Hubbard seems to be making more progress in that run game than Donta Foreman right now. And Tyler Algier, uh, if he's available with Caleb Huntley now out with the ankle injury is also a possibility. But probably my top claim for the week is Zach Moss and or Deion Jackson. Yeah, I mean, this Colts team was supposed to be a great running team with a good O-line, obviously one of the top backs in football. Again, goes back to our theme of like the guys you expect to be really good this year have not been really good. Jonathan Taylor struggled all the way. Now he's injured. Um, One thing I would be afraid of, and I agree with your points, one thing I'd be afraid of, uh, though, is if they do make another quarterback switch, that, that loss to me is so deflating. They're like, yeah, guys, this is just it for us. We're like just going to kind of coast out make sure everyone else stays healthy for next season because you don't want an injury that, that bleeds into the next season. Uh, they want to go in there healthy, and I wonder if they may even make the switch back to another quarterback that's not named Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, they and, still and, need and, to lose. They need to tank. They may as well yeah. stick with Ryan. Well, they could, yeah, but uh, they want to do it for him. Maybe uh, he was think- even told to lose the 33 points. You never know. <laughs> I, I yeah I hear you but I still feel like you want to lose easier I, I think you put an Ellinger and I, w- I also wonder if game script will kind of force these running backs I, I just don't see a lot of fight left in this this Colts team then my I'm afraid of that Giants game I do think Giants will win the game but the Giants are terrible versus the run so it would be a great if you can get one of those guys it would be great for you but I I, I do worry a little bit about how deflating that loss was for the organization if they're just like yeah pull the plug on this whole 2022 season Khalil her and Jordan Wilkins was activated too so that complicates it a little bit um uh, Khalil Herbert will be activated from the IR. I'm not sure you want to start him this week. You want to watch, but uh, you could start him in week 17. Although I want to put a little bit of something on people's radars. The Detroit Lions have been very, very good versus the run and the cross the last seven games. They're allowing like 72 yards per game. That's it. So they started as a team to target with your running backs, but maybe not so much anymore. So do be aware that things have shifted, though the season numbers still look favorable to target Detroit. The recent numbers do not. However, versus the past, you can still 100% target Detroit. Who's got Detroit this week? Uh, Detroit. Sam Darnold. That's why. That's right. That's why I said Sam Darnold even has a good matchup this week. So DJ Moore could go off for you this week. So could even Terrace Marshall Jr. Based on how Detroit's been playing. Have you noticed Jared Goff's road splits? Uh, I mean, this. I, I'm assuming that means he's probably great at home and bad on the road. 20 touchdowns at home, four touchdowns on the road. Yeah, sounds about that right. That is with Jared Goff. not 
insignificant. <laughs> so again, the Panthers looking like they might be able to put up a good fight there, even though, man, those Detroit lanes are frisky winning six of their last seven. So yeah. very, very hot. Um, I'm trying to think of what else Oh, wide receivers. Okay. Wide receivers to target, uh, potentially Chris Morey seen 19 targets across the past two games. It didn't turn out to be a lot of points this last Sunday, but He's got the Titans. Uh, we know how poor the Titans are versus the pass and wide receivers have logged the most PPR points versus the Titans this year. So Chris Moore set up well there. Um, Demarcus Robinson is the wide receiver one in Baltimore. If you want a part of that, I don't know that you do. Uh, I don't think you can get Donovan Peoples Jones anymore. I don't think you can get Zay Jones anymore. All those were previously on our list. You could right. go really deep to Rashid Shahid in New Orleans. Um, heavily targeted undrafted free agent. Again, not a great matchup versus the Browns though this week. Um, so we're talking only deep leagues. Russell Gage of Julio Jones is out is someone you could consider in a really good matchup for Tom Brady versus the Cardinals. And then at tight end, we'll just wrap it up. Chig Okonkwo uh, continues to be heavily targeted, led the team in targets with five uh, for the Titans. Houston's poor versus the tight end. Yes, Trey Lumberg's can be back, but I still like Chig Juwan Johnson. Uh, seven touchdowns across his last seven games. He's a touchdown or bust kind of play. I mean, he'll get you a few receiving yards. You're playing for the touchdown. Robert Tunyon, great matchup with the Miami Dolphins. We saw Dawson Knox go off on the Miami Dolphins just this week. Tunyon could be that guy uh, now. So that's the quick waiver where I wrap up again. Don't go out and start these guys over one of your starters. Probably this is if you lost somebody, uh, you know, if you're in a desperate flex spot, maybe just for insurance, because there's a lot more news to come out this week. You know, we've seen a lot of things change at the last minute. So you want to have the best bench available, but I don't think you're making any major changes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent correct. You have to trust what got you here. And I know we were making fun of that, that the usual suspects aren't really helping you, but I think if you're really adding a waiver claim uh, and you're starting him in your playoff matchup on December 20th, most likely, it, it, you know, you're not going to get it. Like there's very few home runs. And like you were saying, Jen, a lot of the guys that have been performing very well consistently uh, from the waiver wire have pretty much been claimed unless you're in a super small league where uh, with small benches, but I, you know, unless you're in that scenario, I would say uh, I'm with, you got to just trust the guys you have. Trust the guys you had. Dance with the one who brought you. You've heard all of this before. Eddie, are you are have you made it to any playoffs? I mean, this year's I, just been so weird. I had one. I had I had one and I, I lost. Not not That's great. Frustrating. Um it, you know, it's very, very frustrating. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to one league next year. I, I mentioned before, have an extra first round pick. I'm already doing some scout. I'm gonna start doing mock yeah. drafts soon. I gotta I gotta start looking looking ahead. But uh, we've got I, our postseason coming up. We're gonna do. I'm I'm looking forward to that massively but uh but yeah just a, a tough year and i do know going forward i think my problem uh, my draft issue months ago was that hey there's so few running backs that i think will be you know the the standalone starter the the bell cow so to speak although there's not many of those really left in the nfl and i went running back heavy early when i should have i'm like oh there's plenty of receivers i'll get receiver depth but i i i think next draft like i'm just gonna go like heavy heavy receiver especially everything now is ppr there's so few running backs that that stay healthy and are consistent all the way along. So I think that's my early tip for next year, what I'll be doing. Yeah. Um, that being said, like if you had Derek Henry, if you had Nick Chubb, if you had Saquon Barkley, they certainly helped you. 
Yes. So, but those are like three. And then we thought like, oh, Najee Harris yes. or Alvin Kamara and like none of those, it's Jonathan yes. Taylor, and none of those guys are good. So like that's, yeah. that's the struggle with it. Christian McCaffrey certainly helped you. My goodness. Yes. Who would have guessed all of that though? There was no way to know. Um, as far as the Jaguars offense, I know there are questions about whether we should trust them. I think in general, yes. And I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top 10 quarterback selection next year. I think he's earned it. That's um, I am with you on that completely. I was harsh on him. I know there was a couple pods on this network that I was saying, like, you know, he hasn't been getting the media, the negative media attention that I, I think he you know, could be fair to criticize him with, with his draft expectations when he came into the league from Clemson. Um, he said himself that there was a switch in one of the games recently that he just sees everything better. I think Doug Peterson clearly helps him. Um, you know, he's making use of Evan Ingram uh, and most notably among his other weapons. But, uh, you know, Ingram was a guy who was drafted. We talked about him a little bit last week that he's meant to be this hybrid tight end and he's throwing the ball to him a ton. Um, you know, the receiver depth is great there and Travis Etienne makes life a lot easier behind him. So I'm all on board and Trevor Lawrence, I think he's figured this league out and uh, kind of becoming the prospect that we all thought he'd be. Yeah, I agree. And I'm excited for it. And I'm excited for lesser known receivers like Christian Kirk and Zay mm-hmm. Jones. And as you mentioned, a Evan Ingram to really have their shot to show what they can do. I think they've all been undervalued in their careers and it's fun to see yes. them have their shot. Travis Etienne, by the way, interesting fact, Travis Etienne only has four rushing touchdowns this year. Do you know how many Trevor Lawrence has? I would say what three, four, five in that range. Four. Yeah. Four. Four. So, you know, just a fun player prop. If you want to just kind of throw a long shot out there, it's like plus 500 for Trevor Lawrence to have a rushing touchdown this week versus the jets and jets have allowed four rushing touchdowns. There's no reason to think it couldn't happen, especially if ETN is a little banged up, like maybe he might be. So Kind of like that just for a long shot pay. I, I do like that. And if anyone watched Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, uh, he did make use of his legs when he needed to. He doesn't need to because of his, his mm-hmm. arm talent and his, you know, his brain, the way he sees the field. But he did. But this much week like, he might need to. Well, because yes. the Jets have been exactly. And, and his rushing yards probably only 13 and a half. He's gone over that in five of the last seven. He, he, you know, he was compared a lot to Andrew Luck, uh, obviously prospect wise. And Andrew Luck also was a quarterback who would use his legs when he needed to. And he was able to run and Trevor Lawrence is the same exact thing. So I like that prop a lot. Yeah, I think it's fun. So anyway, check that out over at uh, Caesars Sportsbook. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Eddie, let's get to the questions. Um, Guys, we like to take your questions. We hope that we're helping. We wish you all luck. We want to hear when you win. We also want you to play with us at Extra Points Arcade because we do these picks every week. So always be sure you go to extrapoints.com slash arcade, put in your picks for the week. 
you can play with us. And now let's get to the questions. And we have yes. a lot. Yes, we, we do have a lot. So like Jen just said, do all that. We definitely appreciate you guys tweeting at us. Uh, we're going to start off the first question with one of uh, my favorite people and uh, my uh, colleague, podcast partner, Megan Gailey, asking a question about two Hall of Famers, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers this week. I would lean Tom Brady here, Megan. And the reason why is the, if you look at the surface numbers uh, for Aaron Rodgers, it's actually uh, Aaron Rodgers matchup with Miami. Miami has allowed more points to opposing quarterbacks. However, a lot of those points have come because quarterbacks have run on Miami. So a lot of those points come with rushing upside and uh, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't really have that. So I'm going to lean Tom Brady because the Arizona Cardinals love to give up passing touchdowns. And I think he's getting a little bit more on a roll. I think they're both decent options though this week, which is great because earlier in the season, not so much. I do like that Aaron Rodgers has all his weapons back. So if you prefer Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing wrong with starting Aaron Rodgers. But now both these veterans do have a healthy receiving core, which means they should both be usable this weekend in their matchups. All right. I do want to ask Megan tomorrow how she ended up with both Brady and Rodgers and the disappointment after this season of both those guys. Uh, We have a question coming here from uh, from DMC. It's a half PPR uh, for the flex spot. It's between uh, Devin Singletary, Kittle or Alec Pierce. It's definitely going to stick with uh, Devin Singletary here because that matchup with Chicago is excellent. Um, They've been very, very generous to running back. So even if James Cook is in on the option, uh, on the you know, on the game plan, it, uh, there's enough for Devin Singletary, and we're going to assume that the Bills. How much are the Bills favored by right now? It's got the, be a lot. the Bills are favored by nine points as of okay. uh, four o'clock uh, Eastern so, time. So Vegas thinks that the Bills will be in control of the clock, and that also lends itself to the running back play there. George Kittle's matchup isn't good. I do like him because he's getting targeted more with Brock Purdy and all that, but it's not a good, it's one of the toughest matchups for tight ends. And Alec Pierce is just, I can't play any Colts. I, uh, that I totally agree with. Um, next question coming in from Jim D. Uh, it's four point uh, t- passing touchdowns are account for four points. If Jalen Hurts is out, which unfortunately I think he may be, um, who do I start here? He has Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Gardner Minshew, or Davis Mills. Well, I'd say probably not Davis Mills. Not Davis Mills, though. That was really fun. The rushing touchdown and the two passing touches, but then he had the interception over time and all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be rotated. I can't use Davis Mills, even though it is a very favorable matchup with the Titans. Um, I'm going to go Brock Purdy and play the safe floor here. Um, it's also a good matchup. So... The commanders, yeah, I'm going to go Brock Purdy, but it kind of depends on how you want to play. Goff, I'm nervous about. The Panthers have been pretty good, and he's not very good on the road. So, you know, I mean, honestly, they're all about the same. <laughs> the It's also really funny that Brock Purdy, his jersey now is like skyrocketing through like NFL.com sales. Uh, it just shows you, you know, surround a young quarterback with a lot of good talent and good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, next question coming in from uh, Ips4428, James Cook or Zay Jones? That's really hard. Zay Jones has been targeted so many times about this just Jets defense is probably aware of that and is going to be on him. I think they're both going to want to win this one because they're both have slim chance of making the payoff playoffs still Uh, hard to sit. Zay Jones. He's been so hot Um, play Zay, but I got to say James Cook's matchup is really good. 
Yeah, I was just going to say we feel hypocritical uh, going against uh, Zay Jones if we just you know talked him up. But uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm with you on that one. Next question coming from Stephen Clark: uh, Justin Herbert or Justin Fields? Great problem to have. It is. I'm going to go Herbert. Um, Justin Herbert's matchup is a little better with the Colts. Um, we saw what they gave up last week to Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, and they they started out the season strong, but they are not ending it that way. I'm going to go Justin Herbert, who's going to want to get back on track and throw some touchdowns after he didn't give us any passing touchdowns last week, which is really weird. I really like Justin Fields, uh, but this Bills defense is very, very tough, and he's down a few receivers. Um, They're both great options, but if I had to pick, I would go Herbert. Yeah, and Vegas has this as one of the higher totals of the week, so they do expect some points. Like here almost from a the full touchdown higher than the other game total, right? Like six right. points higher. Right, yeah. exactly. And also, it's pretty funny to see as you know, just I was definitely critical of Justin Fields early on. It's actually pretty incredible to see in just a few weeks span, he's now like, who do I start between Justin Herbert uh, or Fields? So good for him to to turn the season around. We're sticking with the quarterbacks yes. here, though. Gold standard uh, eight twenty four is asking Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, or Trevor Lawrence this week. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here. I don't particularly love Kirk Cousins matchup uh, versus the Giants. I mean, they have, you know, they could be, they're beat up in the secondary, as you know. They are badly. They could, but but they're, somehow they're hanging in there. Their defense and, is very bend, don't break, but uh, yeah. it seems like no McKinney or Dory Jackson this week, which would be helpful to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so, but I'm still going to go Aaron Rodgers here, but, you know, I would say it's between Kirk and, and uh, Rodgers. Uh, okay, we got a two-parter here from Vic with a K, uh, PPR League, Deion Jackson or Antonio Gibson? I'll go Antonio Gibson. Go with who you know is going to – it's, again, really tough matchup versus San Francisco, but Deion Jackson's a real wild card, especially now that they've activated Jordan Wilkins. I will comment quickly on the the commanders rushing. It just does seem that game like last uh, versus the Giants. They 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 do want to feature uh, Robinson more, and Gibson's they kind do. of just like the afterthought. And he's definitely the offense moved more. I mean, Robinson was pushing piles. So, um, but I think Gibson definitely still has passing uh, you know game Pass value. Is the PPR value exactly. Right. Yep. And the the second part, uh, Gerald Everett or uh, Chigo Aquanco. Go Chiggy. There you go. There, uh, we're going to Matthew Cavazzo is a question. Uh, also, PPR league, Bam Knight or James Cook? We'll go Bam here just because we think that he's the leader of this backfield, and it is a good match with Jacksonville. You saw what Pollard and Elliott were able to do to Jacksonville just this week, and, and they are very susceptible on the ground. Uh, we have a, a tight end question. Uh, Dana Wickersham asking us in a PPR league, Pat Fryermuth or Chigo Aquanco? <laughs> That is a tough one. It's hard to see Fryermith not get a single target. Um, but he has been steady since then. Kenny Pickett is back. Mm-hmm. This is a real, you know, like, who do you trust? But he's been used less and less. Honestly, I think I'm going to go Chiggy here because of the matchup with Houston. It's it's a tough one, though. I think they may end up with about the same amount of points. All right. Well, Chiggy wins two battles here. Uh, we have a question from Dustin Barron. Uh, Gino Smith or Justin Fields? You got to go Gino here because the Kansas City defense just rolls over. They've mm-hmm. allowed the most passing touchdowns to quarterbacks this year. So I think they're both going to be fighting. I mean, look, 
We saw the Houston Texans put up a ton of points. That's all you need to say. Kansas City. Kansas City has got to figure out their defense or they're not going to be able to go all the way. And even though they're the number one offense, they've got like 29.3 points per game or something stupid like that. Um, If you're the Bills and you can come close or you're the Eagles, you can come close. Even the Cowboys. And you've got that kind of offense, but you have a more shut down defense. You have a better shot. So, uh, yeah. By the way, Kansas City also can't cover the spread. People, they're so much better. People understand. They can't. Mm-hmm. They can't. Very, so, that's very, very true. Uh, let me ask this question on behalf of Dustin. Does the extremely cold temperature scare you at all about going with Gina on that one? No. Apparently, it's going to be very cold in Kansas City. No. Okay. Uh, we have. A, I like this question a lot here from Ben Kelly. What happened to Mark Andrews? I don't know. I'm looking for the milk carton with his face on it right now. Um, he's still, you know, he started the season. Great. Um, there's no excuse because Tyler Huntley targeted him even more often than Lamar Jackson did. Nothing makes sense about this team or what's going on. I can tell you that he does have a favorable matchup this weekend, um, with the Falcons. He've allowed the fourth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So you probably want to start him. Uh, he is still getting targeted. He's just not, connecting. So I wish I could tell you, that's the thing about tight ends. The only one that paid off at the position, the only one is Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we were in the first couple weeks of the season. I remember us touting how great Mark Andrews was. You probably felt really smart if you took him, especially if you didn't reach didn't on a guy like anywhere. Kyle Pitts or whatever. And now he's nervous because of how high he was going. And I know right. it pays off, but it's just such a risk. Ty, uh, Travis Kelsey actually last I checked had the sixth most receiving yards Overall, mm-hmm. overall, like more than CD Lamb. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like consistency is key, and Travis no. Kelsey definitely is that. Um, and our last question to round it out a uh, very, very funny question here by Ben Chamberlain. Uh, why do I continue to play this game that makes me feel bad? Because you have a sickness, yeah, <laughs> and so do we. <laughs> Very, very true. I know because I found myself in such a foul mood and just such a bummed and depressed and down mood because I lost some of my fantasy matchups this week. And I and I knew I had a great team and I was just and then I knew the team that beat me had Jalen Hurts and they may not make it through next week anyway. So shouldn't it just be me? I don't know. Um, you know, these crazy thoughts we think and I felt down. And also I felt down that the season's just about to be over, period. Right. Like when I was an actor, I guess I still am an actor. When I would do a show, right? I'm booked for a show and the show is running for three months or it's running for six months or it's running for six weeks. And every day you go to the theater and you put on your makeup and your costumes and you you go out there and you sing and you give your heart away and it's so much fun. And then the day the show closes, the next morning you wake up and it's like, oh my God, what I'm so sad. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not just because your livelihood isn't there, which uh, that sucks too, but just because- you love it so much. You get such energy, even if it's a bad show, right? Even if it gets bad reviews. Uh, you're you're so time. It, it is. It's so right about that. I mean, look, uh, Ben, to give you my take on it, like I was saying before, struggled mightily this year for reasons. Who knows why? Bad drafting. It's just a wonky year in the NFL. But then you always look forward to the next thing. There's nothing worse yeah. than when it's you know, May or April, June, whatever. And you're, there's just no football to be played. What's great about this is like, even when you struggle, you're still like, uh, like, you know, I'm, if I'm out of the place, I'm still setting a lineup because I have yeah. that. Like, but like you're no, still, you're still convincing with others who are exactly. in the same position as you. And it's exactly. a community, right? Exactly. The community, like, the camaraderie feeling. Rooting, you're playing, it, yes. We're the trash com- talk. We're if complaining you to- together about 
you know, what, how we got Jarek McKinnon or Jay, Zay Jones last week, or we're cheering together about yes. it, that we were geniuses and got them on the waiver wire. Yes. When you pick up a player like KJ Osborne up the waiver wire, you plug oh. him in and he gets you a bunch of points. That feeling is great. It's not even about the prize or whatever you win at the end. It's just about, it's the funniness of seeing somebody have to do the last place punishment. It's like the, the feel yeah. on draft day. And then, and, and it's just, you know, especially if you're in a league for so many years with the same people, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's, you don't want to be, you know, even if your team is struggling, still like you have it in you to set the lineup and to compete and it's just a lot better than the alternative which is no football so um it's you know it's you get hooked you get the hooks in you you're going to keep doing it um so i'm sorry ben if you had a a tough season i did too and i'm on this show but there's always next year and you're always here to uh you know to help out and and to look ahead so um, and we're here to have fun even though you you feel bad for a couple days most of the time you're having fun so that's what we'll remember Yes. Most yes. of the time we're having it's fun. a great and game. we're going to do it again. And by the way, you can still play a uh, fantasy postseason and we'll start playing with that soon. Um, I'm counting on the days. I need it. We got one more week, though, guys. We're going to get you through your fantasy championships. We're going to get you trophies. I want to like start each year like a total of like how many trophies we win from our listeners and see if we can like double it each mm-hmm. year. Like if the first year it's 100, I want to get to 200, 400, 800. I want to get like these massive trophies. I want Extra Points Podcast Network to be the place you go to have the most fun when you're fantasy matchup. And it's a secret weapon because I think there's still a lot of people that don't know that we're here every Tuesday. Well, we're going to we're going to promote the heck out of it. The postseason is going to be a lot of fun. I wonder, Jen, if you think it's going to be maybe we'll get back to the usual suspects who perform the playoffs or if we're going to have like Brock Purdy and Jarek McKinnon are still the best players in fantasy in the uh, in the postseason. We'll see what happened there. That's what again, Ben, that's what makes it exciting. Who knows? Who knows? Who's gonna be the best players. Are. That's the way. Fantasy and I add a so complication great. that some of these people are playing their games literally on Christmas Day. Right. <laughs> like, how does that feel? How does that feel to not be with your family on Christmas Day? day or whatever. Does that affect things? I don't know if you're a Green Bay fan, a Rams fan. Oh God, bless you if you're a Rams fan. By the way, Baker, it's just what we thought. Just he, he was better because he didn't practice. The only reason he was good is because he didn't practice. I, anyway. I did. Um, there was something that Peyton said on the Manning cast that um, it's some, it, you know, why the Manning cast is so great and stuff you don't really think about. But, you know, with the lack of preparation, it's just like the stuff on the field. And there was something about like a, a player going in motion and the snap count's getting low and he has to have, like yell a word to kill the motion. Like he's like Baker needs probably three weeks to a month to learn these certain things in the offense. So, again, like. Credit to you, Baker, for uh, for succeeding in the how you did in the in the first game. But obviously, traveling to Lambeau, playing in those frigid temperatures, cool. and still not knowing the full offense, still not knowing the players, like their ins and outs, like that is tough. And like we did say, he probably will struggle, and and he did. And he did. So hopefully you didn't use him in your fantasy lineups. But then again, you, you definitely didn't, or you wouldn't be listening to this pod today because you would not have made it through to the next round. Guys, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. We wish you all the best this holiday season. We're going to be with you next week, helping get you that championship week. In the meantime, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy the football. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.